0: Colossians the third chapter is our second step of our series we're stepping into renewedness renewed in 2022 I'm thanking God for a renewed life wherever you are right now as far as your maturity you ought to thank God for a renewed life Now come on! Now, I'm I'm not leaving out of here saying, I'm sorry. I'm not leaving out of here talking about I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain. I'm leaving out of here with the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah! If I gotta leave here, I'm not gonna leave out of here like I've been sucking on you know uh, lemon juice and you know Hallelujah. Looking like all my relatives died at the same time. No. I'm leaving out of here with a kick. I got a kick that go with my salvation. I got a joy. I got a pop. I got a spring in my step. I'm listening to the radio today. God said he got a kalasaki dance or something like that. My God. Colossians third chapter. And I'm going to just talk uh, about a new life, talk about putting on the new self. Verse 3 says, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And we know how that's working out right now. People have got their mind set on the things on the earth. That's why they cannot worship and serve God like they need to at the fullest. Because their mind is on the things of the earth and not on the things that are above. You can easily get tripped up and and shaken up when your mind is on the things of the earth. That's not where our mind should be. Verse 3 says, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also, sir, ma'am, will appear with him in glory. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, most of all the doers of his holy word. In looking at our new topic today, and I have a desire, uh, a deep desire to encourage you to look heavenward. That's where we need to be looking. In every day, in every situation, in every moment. We should be looking heavenward and upward. Amen? Amen? Why? Because we got something to look forward to. I just want to read this little story about Bruce Tylerman that He told, he said, imagine a colony of grubs living on the bottom of a swamp. And every once in a while, one of these grubs is inclined to climb a leaf stem to the surface. Then he disappears above the surface and never returns. All the grubs wonder why this is so and what it must be like up there. And so they counsel among themselves and agree that the next one who goes up will come back and tell the others. And not long after that, one of the grubs feel the urge and climbs that leaf stem and goes out above the surface onto a lily pad. And there, in the warmth of the sun, he falls asleep. And while he sleeps, the copper space of the tiny creature breaks open. And out of the inside of the grub comes a magnificent dragonfly with beautiful, wide, rainbow, huge, uh, iridescent wings. And he spreads those wings and flies soaring out over those waters but then he remembers the commitment he had made to those behind and yet now he knows he cannot return and they would not recognize him in the first place and beyond that he could not live uh, again in such a place but one thought is that his that takes away all the distress, they too shall climb the stem and they too shall know the glory. Now let's look at the scripture and see what we can discover. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. If you have the app, you have the notes there. So I'll move quickly. It says, therefore, or you can look up at the screen. If anyone is in Christ, this is some of you all favorite scripture. He is a new creation. The old has passed away. Are you listening? Behold, the new has come. Somebody say the new has come. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry. I love this part right here of reconciliation. Say that with me. I have the ministry of reconciliation. Now all of us who have come to Christ, who have placed our faith in his salvation, are a new creation. Brand new creatures in Christ. The old has passed away, right? And it has been set aside, put away, and it it was destined to remain in the grave, and we have become new by the work of God. It was not of our own accord, it was by the work of God. And who have brought us to himself in Christ. And I know many say that you were new creatures, but that that but that but new birth occurred many years ago. And, you know, we have the little story we want to tell. And, you know, and the new creature has added some years, you know. But uh, through a lot of, uh, of, uh, of, of, a lot has gone on since then. And it's a bit of you know, uh, ragged and frayed around the edges by the struggles of life and by the sin, you know, and life might seem a little, you know, dull or what have you. Yet others are still looking and feeling fresh because of what God has done and feel new. And, well, what is the reality? Let's look back at Second Corinthians 4 and 16, where it says, so we do not lose heart. Though our outer nature is wasting away, our outer man is dying daily. Though we are getting gray and our feet are getting shorter, our steps are getting shorter, uh, yet the new man is increasing day by day. Say, though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. Don't be discouraged, y'all. Yeah, this outward is getting weaker. Your heart is not the same. Your eyes are not the same. You have to wear glasses. Got to change the prescription. You know, you're not. You can't lift as much as you used to can lift. You can't walk as far as you used to walk. Can't lift weights as much as you used to. You can't do a lot of things. that you. But yet, your inner man is being renewed day by day. That is encouraging. And so the truth is, we are new creatures in Christ and are being renewed day by day. Christ renews, repairs, and restores. Our newness in Him is constantly and continually as we walk. With him and follow him no matter if we have been a Christian for years or only a day. I want you to get this, write this down. You can be new every day. Come on, say it with me. I can be new every day. I don't need you to turn and look at your neighbor, not, not, not right now. Just say, I can be new every day. According to the scriptures that we just read, we can be new every day. And your relationship with the Father can be ever fresh and vital as you are renewed in Christ. And the truth again here is that the old has passed away. It no longer is to influence our behavior. The old man don't influence me. At least it should not influence you. Quit making excuses for your old man. Quit making excuses for your old self. And quit saying, well, you know, that's how I am. It running my family. Run it out of your family. Just like they ran it in there, run it out of there. The old man is no longer influencing our behavior. Because if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. And behold, all things are new. So I'm walking different than how I used to walk. Yeah. I'm living different than what I used to live. Matter of fact, let's get back to Eden. Let's live on top of the world. Originally, we were supposed to be living on top of the world. When we were first created, we were supposed to have everything to our exposure, but the devil came along and tried to steal everything that God made good for us. So I got to get back to what God said I could have, what God said I could do, who God said I could be,
1: and go where God said I could go. And live like he intended for me to live. I'm a king's kid. I got royal blood flowing through my veins. I am somebody. I'm a chosen child of destiny. I am who God says I am.
0: And I'm not gonna settle for less. He comes to give this who oh, he said he comes to give us more to us and our children. He said, I ain't going to do it to give it to you by yourself, but I'm going to bless your
1: even your line, your bloodline, your generation, generation after generation. The blessing might be on you, but it's going to pass down to your children, your children's children, and your children, 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 and your children, 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 children.
0: God said, I've given you so much and I've anointed your life so, so much until whoever's attached to you they ain't even got to be in your bloodline but if they just get attached to you everything attached to you everything that connects to you You want to know why I'm so blessed? You want to know why the first day so blessed? I'm so connected to God that whatever I have, she gets to spill over. Yeah. She's so connected to God that whatever she has, I get to spill over. Oh, glory to God. Get with somebody that you can get the spill over. Because everybody don't always be filled all the way up to the top. Some, in life, you're going to get a little low. But get beside somebody that can give you the spill over. Come on. Ask somebody. Are you with somebody that you can get the spillover with. It may not be a husband relationship. A husband and wife relationship. But you got a friend. Don't you? You got somebody that you kick it with. Don't you? Get with somebody that you can get the spillover. Come on. Tell the one next to you and do it like I do it. Say get, get with somebody that you can get the spillover. Y'all didn't do it. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. You got to do it like I do it so you can get it. Feel it. Huh? Say. Get with somebody so you can get the spillover. There you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. There you go, there you go, there you go. go. When you say, Bishop, I'm already full. Well, the Bible got something for that. He said that it's gonna be bubbling up and running over.
1: Can I talk to somebody right here? God about to give you the run over. What is it called, Bishop? overflow. I feel not,
0: I see you. I seen when you saw. I got a soul on that. I I, I need to overflow. Oh Come on, ask someone on your. Do you need to overflow like I need it? Tub oh said, "Now if you don't want yours, I'll take yours, and I'll spill over on somebody else because somebody else need this blessing too." Oh <laughs> Just ask yourself: Am I sitting in the right section right in here? Am I, am I sitting in the? Am I sitting in the overflow section? If you feel like you're not in the overflow, you might want to get somewhere where you can be in the
1: overflow section. <laughs> Whoa! I need the overflow section. Now, where that be, Bishop? The overflow section is where the praisers are. The praises are the one Ay! Woo
0: You know what? I, I come to the conclusion that it's impossible to have a renewed life and sit mummified. Yeah. And act, act like nothing happened and looking deep like, you know, God ain't doing nothing. It's impossible. When God's Holy Ghost fire get a hold of you, it is impossible to stay the same. You will not be the same. I don't care what the world says, you will not be the same. Somebody say, well, you know, I'm letting nothing move me. Oh, there something some that will move me. There's something that will move you. We just need to know what that is, but there is something that will move. Tell everybody, you're Tell them, say, there's something that'll move you. I start talking about your healing, and then, my God, you get a report that, that my God, that it was, you know, it, it was to, to death, and you get a report that you're completely healed. I guarantee that'll move you. You didn't have a nickel nor a nail, and then you go look at your account, and it says a $100,000. I guarantee that'll move you. Hallelujah. When you get so blessed that you can bless other folk and they ain't got to bless you back, I guarantee that'll move you.
1: I need to overflow so I can give to folk and don't even worry about it. I want to be so blessed, my God, that I can bless people and watch them smile.
0: You better give up, get up off of me today. Hallelujah. 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 Ain't no sense talking about all this Bible and not even experiencing it. Folk talking about all this and ain't experiencing nothing. The devil is a liar. I need my own testimony. Come on, somebody. I need my own testimony. I need my own experience. I need my own touch of it. Yes. I need to know it for myself. I hear other folk talk about it, but I need to know it for myself. All right, y'all can be seated. Y'all can be seated. So the truth again here is the old has passed away. It no longer is to influence our behavior. It is not supposed to shape our thinking any longer or anymore. We are to have a new perspective shaped by the reality of Christ's work in our lives. In other words, the old is gone. Say that with me, the old is gone. And that meant it, it, its power over us has been broken. The power of your old self has been broken. Are you following me? It's like somebody that was caught up in alcohol. The power of it has been broken. See, somebody that was hooked on drugs, the power of it has been Broken. Somebody hooked on pornography, the power of it has been broken. I don't care what it is. Somebody hooked on lying, the power of it has been broken. You cannot lie like you used to lie. Uh, the power of it has been I'm telling you right now, quit saying that when you know I don't think that I'm going to ever get rid of this. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Anything that's bringing harm to your life, you can break it. Ooh, I felt something when I say, break it. Hallelujah. You can break that thing, young lady. You can break that thing, man. Hallelujah. Well, you know, the devil got me gripped so tight. I don't care what he had you gripped. We all been gripped in here, but my God, he had to back up off of us. When Christ
1: came in, the light of the world, the darkness of Satan had to move out.
0: reason why we're not experiencing the power of God, we've been playing church too much. The time out was playing church and just be the church. Come on here now. You just got to be the church. Just be real people. We're flawed, but we're covered by the blood. We all have our testimonies of what God brought us out of some folks really need to hear our our real testimony. Quit playing with it and, and, and let people know your real testimony. Hallelujah. And so we have a new dynamic of life in Christ. He has brought us into a transforming freedom. Say that with me, a transforming freedom. Oh yeah, I'm enjoying this freedom. The things that used to have me hooked. And you know, they're going to try to revisit you. You know that, right? But you tell them, uh-uh. You don't take residence here anymore. You have been evicted. Drugs, you've been evicted. Alcohol, you've been evicted. Huh? Lust, you've been evicted. Whatever that was taking residence in you, you kick it out and say, You don't have no more, you don't have no bed here anymore. Yeah. Oh, you know, one of the most liberating things is to say, I've been delivered. Yeah. Oh, that's so liberating to be able to stand and say, I've been delivered. Yeah. You know, I see how the world is shaping and things that are going on. And, you know, some things were were done to you intentionally to break you, to make you give up on God, to make you feel like, you know, I'm the last, the least, the lost. I've been kicked to the curb. Nobody knows about me. Nobody thinks about me. I lost in life. The devil is a liar. Even, Even in divorce, somebody left you and left you by yourself. You understand what I'm saying? The minute they walked out of your life, God started a new beginning with you. Sometimes we're so quick to leave something, but what you don't understand is that God is working on us in the ground level. See, because the ground level looked dirty, it looked muddy when you put water with it. It looked like it ain't going nowhere. You know, it looked like you've been trampled on on the ground for, but what you understand there's a lot of things that are taking place underground. Once you put that seed in the ground, there's a lot of stuff that's going on that you don't see. And so you can't give up on me because you saw me as a seed state. Hallelujah. And you walk off and come back, you're gonna see me as a tree state. Where did this tree come from? It came from that seed that went through the mud, that went through the dark, that went through the, the, uh, yeah, went through all of that. Hallelujah. So don't give up on me because you think that you don't need me anymore because the Bible said when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. I came to encourage some of you all in here. You felt like, you know, I'm all by myself, Bishop, you know, and I, you know, uh-uh, don't you give up. Don't you sell up because God got, he working on somebody right now. Your part is to get with God and become more of his child. Just, 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 just get your relationship strengthened. You're in God. Say, so we got it going on. I'm minding my own business. I got it going on, God. And then before you know something, say, oh, look over there to your left. And look over to your right. Hallelujah. I don't know it. then somebody come tapping you on the shoulder, you say, ooh. Huh? What, is, what, what we got going on here? So he's brought us into transforming freedom. The freedom to become all we were intended to become. The freedom to allow him to make us all we can be. Huh? And to make us in his image. Now all very well, you say, but I somehow don't seem to be very new or renewed, Bishop. I don't seem to be going very far with this freedom stuff. I seem to be bogged down in the same old stuff. Now, where is this freedom you talk about? Well, the reality and the truth remains, you are a new creature in Christ. And you are free from all the habits, sins, and thoughts of your old life before you came to Christ. So yet the old life is not entirely dead yet, And it will be when Christ comes again. But it is still lurking around out there. And if you are in Christ, you have been raised with him in new life. And that new and daily renewed life in Christ. In fact, the life uh, you have now is life in Christ. Your life is hidden in Christ. Let me make it plain to you. It is his life in you. Somebody didn't get it, but y'all tap them on, tap them and say, Is his life in you? So then seek those things above, or literally keep on seeking those things above where your life is with Christ, and you have died, and all that stuff of the world, values and possessions, and passions and pleasures and pursuits are all are, are all are in the past. They are gone. Your pursuit is to please Christ. So often we Christians come to Christ because we have had an incredible uh, hollowness inside. We we, We long for meaning in life. And when we hear the good news of Christ, we leap to him and find peace and salvation. And the hollowness is filled by Jesus. And the peace of God comes and he, we rest in him. And then we say, good, then, then need, you know, that, that need is met for a while. And, you know, we say, yeah, well, okay, I got it now. And, and not let me just uh, take the, that old life and work to make it a success as well. Well, that's the wrong thing to do. You can't take the old life and make it a success. Are you following me? And that's what we say. Now let me find a way to have the new life and the old too. Well, don't, uh-uh. don't, 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 don't you, don't you get it that the old is gone? You can't merge the two together. You can't merge the old man and new life together. You can't sew uh, new material and old material together. You can't put new wine in old skins. It never will be of any value anymore if you try to put new and old together. Your life is in Christ. Your life is Christ. And your only hope, the hope of anyone is only in Christ. Now fix your hope on the things in him. Look to see what has eternal value and pursue that. What is on Christ's heart? Choose that. Choose what Christ says that you should have. Now, let's look at Colossians 3 and 5. Look what it says. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Oh, oh, oh. Put it to death. Take those things that belong to the world, the worldly values and goals, and execute them. Put them to death. Put them in the electric chair in the spirit and kill it. They will die eventually anyway, and when Christ returns and this whole world is ended, your choice is to put them to death row and put them them to death right now. That's your choice. Or suffer loss when he does it for you. So this is what he says. We all have some dying to do. Jesus shows us how it should be done. We all have to die. And we should have a funeral for all those things that are keeping us from following Christ fully. And we should also have a funeral, uh, yes, for all of the "our I can'ts. We are all called to do the same thing with anything that we cling to. That keeps us from completely and fully fully following Christ. So whatever it might be, desire for money, a new car, a job, career, esteem, position, acceptance, or image, or looks, or popularity, or love, or sex, or whatever, you know what it is that you hold on to tightly. And anything you hold on to tightly that you cannot release for Christ is not going to bring you up, it's going to bring you down. So the thing that is so important to you that you don't think that you can do without. If you are not sure, ask God. He knows and wants you to bury it and put it to death. Execute it, then bury it. Whatever it is that's keeping you from God's best, execute it and bury it. Are you following me? Put it to death. Now, it is not good enough just to get rid of the old thing. You must put on something. Look at verse 12. Colossians 3 verse 12 says, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, humility, uh, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, listen to this. Forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. All you married folk need to highlight that. All you that work on a job and you have a boss over you, you need to highlight that. Because he says, as the Lord has forgiven you. Also, you must forgive. I am, I'm not ready to forgive you. Yet. It's going to take me some time. I don't want to forgive you. You're not worthy of my forgiveness. And look at verse 14. It says, and above all these put on love. Look at that. We talked about love last month. Which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Listen, y'all, come on now, you ain't going to fake me out with this here fictitious pseudo love that y'all be trying to, like you love the people when you here at the church and this and that and the other. No, he said if you got true love, it'll bind everything together in harmony, in perfect harmony. If you love right, it'll bind it together in perfect harmony. Oh, I love it. God is binding me and First Lady together in perfect harmony. He'll bind the church together in perfect perfect harmony when you love right. The problem is people don't want to love right. They want to go after things that they think that's better and that they can love. If you can't love the one that God gave you, you ain't going to be able to love the one you're running after. That's a fact, Jack. That's real steel. So put on Christ as a garment. Put on what Christ has set aside for you. Put on what he has called you to. Put him first. Put his purpose and his life in you first. Let him lead you even if it's not where you want to go. Do what he leads you to do. And even if it isn't what you think that you want to do, look at verse 15. It says, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Y'all see that? He didn't stop there. Let's go to verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you how? Richly. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. I don't understand why we got all these problems with what the word is trying to teach us. Look at all these scriptures that's here to help us. And tell us what to do, how to do, when to do, where to do. And then we got all these problems. What's matter us? We just don't want to change. We think what we're doing is right, and that's our problem. Everybody wanna be right. It's not important to be right all the time. It's important that we solve
1: the issue. Forget about being right. Let's solve some problems.
0: You know what change is, right? Change is human effort sustained by divine. Help, y'all remember? Y'all remember that de- definition we gave you way back when? It's the product of human effort sustained by divine help. Write that down. Change is the product of human effort sustained by divine help. In other words, when you give effort, when you step out, when you of your own accord give action, God said, "Oh, that's faith right there." And y'all know He loved Him some faith. Amen. Because faith is what moves God. Yeah. So when you, tip, you say, ooh, I'm going to do this on the behalf of God, God say, oh, let me come alongside and assist you on that. Amen. See, I know you can only go so far, so since you got enough faith to step out there knowing that you can't do it on your own, I'm going to bring my big old cell phone over there and I'm going to push you right on over there where you need to be. Because <laughs> here's what he says. It may be too hard for you, but ain't nothing too hard for me. I can't do it, mommy, because it's too hard. Daddy, I can't do it. Uh Uh-huh, I know you can't, but I can come alone and assist you. It's so like a little story. So, hey, have you have you used all your resources? Yeah, I done tried everything. I done tried all my might. I can't pick it up. I can't pick it I can't do it. I can't do it. And the dad looked and said, "But well, have you tried everything? Yes, I've tried everything. He said, well, have you ever asked me? Because if you ask the dad, if you ask father, he'll come and pick it up for you. And help assist you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look down, you're going to tell everybody, use all your resources. Because, I, I, you know, I, I, I sense that some of us not using all our resources. we try to do everything by ourselves. Right. Right. Trying to work this old marriage out by ourselves. Now, you know you can't work no marriage out by yourself. You need God in that marriage. Because you're trying to bring two imperfect people together and say that we're going to live perfectly. The only way you're going to do that is through God. Because I'm a handful by myself for a lady, a handful by herself. You bring two handfuls by themselves together and think it's going to come out all right? You got another thought coming. Because we both need Jesus. And from the looks of things, you do too. And when Jesus come along, he make it look like, man, they sure do know what they're doing. They got it going on, man. Look like they know about married, been married over 40 years, you know. Look like they got it together. They talk about it. They teach it. They walk in it. Hey, the only way we're doing this is that we're doing it through him. Amen. Our life is hidden in Christ. Matter of fact, it's his life that we're living through us. So what you see, you see Christ. You think it's old Harvey B., but it ain't him. It's Christ in him. So look what he said, verse 16. He said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. Y'all see that? Wisdom. Everybody shout wisdom. Now watch this singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving and thankfulness in your hearts to God. That should be your life.
1: Your life shouldn't be a, a bag of sadness. A bag of always going through, barely making it. I'm always in trouble. Ain't that going right with me? No, your life should be married, singing songs of joy,
0: singing hymns and psalms. Right? Be. Nobody
1: knows the trouble I see. Everywhere I go, nothing but trouble.
0: Well, you know, I expect that to happen. Why you got to always expect something negative to happen? Why you can't expect something to come out all right concerning you? When I turn this corner right here, it's going to be nothing but another blessing. Because I got it on repeat like that. Not because of who I am, but because of who God is. Why your first thought can't be positive? Can't be lovely. Uh, Why your thought can't be, you know what, we're having some trouble. But you know by the time this month is ended, we're going to be all right in this thing. By the end of this year, my life is going to be different. I'm not going to be sitting here trying to fight everything. Matter of fact, my arms are too short to box with God. I need to just go ahead and get a grip and stop trying to think that I can figure it out and give it to God and let him give me wisdom. If you ask him for it, he will give you how? Freely. Liberally, he will give it to you if you ask him. Some of us don't have a lick of wisdom because we have not asked. What is a lick of wisdom? But anyway, y'all, let me know what I'm doing. All right. All right. Let me let me bring it. So, verse seventeen. Sit down. Verse seventeen. Say, and whatever you do, y'all got it, in word or deed. Y'all read it with me. Look up at the screen. All right. Y'all ready? Begin. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So whatever you do, I don't care if it's what you say or what you're doing, do it in the name of the Lord. He said, whatever you eat, whatever you huh? You do, hey,
1: do it as unto the Lord. So get your eyes off of them and look at the
0: Lord. They think you're looking at them, but you're looking through them, past them, I'm looking at the Lord. The only way I can stand here and look at you like I'm looking at you because of the Lord. Because if I'm looking at you in the flesh, we might be fighting right now. And you'll say, all right, bring it on. And then the music will come on. Everyone must come for fighting. She said, "Uh uh-huh, and I was fast as lightning. And so, you know, as you make decisions and choices about life, are you asking God to use you here and now for his purpose? Or are you hoping he will bless your plans for your own life? Or are you living for who you're living for and God or yourself? That's the question. Who are you living for? Are you living for God or are you living for yourself? So who is the center of your living? So you cannot hope to have a rich and a full existence if you are trying to pursue less than God. What God in Christ is calling you to, you cannot hope to know his peace. If you are working in this life for the rewards, a good life here and now, you are missing the real meaning and the value of life eternally. So can you say that you do Everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And that's the thing. That's the place where we want to be. By the end of this year, I want to be able to say that right there. If not, well, then I have to tell you, get real. Remember the words in 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. Look what it says. As we look not to the things that are seen, But to the things that are unseen, for the things that are seen are transit. But the things that are unseen, look at here, are what? Eternal. So the physical world is decaying and will perish. Our society is decaying and will perish. Do you agree with that? This society, I mean, man, when you look around everything man our possessions are decaying and will perish our dreams are transit and will be replaced Or we, and with God's eternal reality our desires in this world will only disappoint we are to look above the Christ who is the ultimate reality and live our lives by the power of his resurrection and for the purpose he sets before us let go of the trivial pursuit I mean, all this stuff that the world said that you got to have and grab hold of him and and find out what his values, what he values and value it. I mean, find out what God loves, love what God loves. Are you following me? Discover what he's doing around you and join him. Pursue what has uh, permanent value. Maybe you will not be the, the big man or the successful woman or the comfortable family or have the best of, of this world, but you will have something worth more, something that will go with you beyond the grave. The saying as is that can, you cannot take anything with you when you die. But the truth is you can Nothing from this world will go, but everything done in Christ's name will go with you. The people you touch in his name, the acts of grace and love will go with you. The things said and done by the power of God in you will go the house won't go the car won't go the job won't go the clothes won't go the uniform won't go the pleasures of the life won't go all of us will have found who have found a life in Christ are like the grubs that I talked about as we opened up in our lesson who have climbed to the surface and were transformed into dragonflies and and we have been transformed and changed forever and we are no longer what we want were but we are now the children of God and yet we are so often for, forget we are dragonfly flying above the swamp and we try to live a grub life down in the swamp but we've been changed uh, uh, into what God had called us to be and we miss the wonders of God wants us to experience and we must and we miss uh, the warmth of his light and love uh, and we invest our ourselves in less than his best uh, and in he invites us to spread our wings and fly with him uh, to experience the fullness of his life in us. Uh, yes, yes, yes to know the depths of his love uh, to know the depths of his wisdom and as he guides us daily to serve him and to join him forever. Your choice is to live with your eyes fixed on the here and now or on forever uh, and pursue your life or pursue Christ's life in you and this world or the next uh, oh what will you do now would you look down your and ask everybody what will you do ask him say what is your choice well neighbor I made my choice uh, to follow Jesus I follow him uh, because of what he has done in my life. Uh, And so Peter says to Christ, where else can we go? Uh, For you have the words of eternal life and you can't live with new life and still pursue the old it won't work you've got to change you got to have metamorphosis you got to change like the butterfly now and to make the choice to pursue new life in Christ and you got to do it wholeheartedly and with abandonment you got to abandon the old life you got to kill the old life you got to crucify the old life you got to bury the old life uh, and feed the new life uh, and my God fertilize the new life uh, and spring up with new life Uh, can you say amen uh, and make the choice to pursue the new life in Christ uh, and trust him to lead you and provide the way for you Uh, why because he never fails uh, and he never disappoints Uh, he never leave you alone Uh, he said I'm with you until the end of this age Uh, I'll never Never leave you nor forsake him. I'll be there holding your trembling hand. I'll be there through the test and the trial. I'll be there through the ups and the downs. I'll be there through the ins and the outs. I'll be there when everybody else leave out. When crowds get thin, God say I'll walk right in. When your friend leave you, I'll be a friend that sticks closer than a brother. You never had a friend until you had a friend in Jesus. I'm glad this morning uh, as I get ready to go to my seat uh, that I have a friend in Jesus, uh, that He gave me a new life. Uh, would you wave at somebody and tell us that I'm enjoying? This new life in Christ. Uh, I've been renewed uh, in Christ Jesus. Uh, can you shout glory? Uh, and if you are a dragonfly, uh, you are no longer a grub uh, and you have found the new life uh, that sets you free. Uh, and why would you want to continue uh, to live life like a grub? Uh, our Father is inviting us uh, to spread our wings. Uh, you take your arm to say spread your wings uh, and fly with him. Uh, there is a father uh, that have given us wings uh, and there is no turning back. Uh, would you look down your row and say no turning back. Uh, I'm on my way. Uh, no returning to the old. Uh, it has passed away. Uh, the invitation is to rise up uh, and explore the richness uh, of new life in Christ. Uh, we have uh, my God face the death uh, of the old uh, and hopefully uh, we will see what is in the fact valuable uh, that my God come and join me uh, in the new life that lives in Christ Uh, we gotta live it to the fullest uh, and live it in him for his purpose Uh, can you say amen Uh, I'm glad that God changed my life Uh, I got a question for you before I end
1: it all Uh, are you glad uh, that God changed your life. Uh, Look down your row and tell everybody, uh, I'm glad uh, that God changed my life. Uh, If he had not changed my life, uh, I wouldn't be here to tell the story. Uh, I wouldn't be here to stand on my own two feet uh, and testify that God has uh, been good to me. Uh, Can you say amen? Uh, Is there anybody here? uh, Is there anybody here uh, that got a testimony uh, that God has uh, been good to me? Uh, Will you testify uh, to your neighbor right now uh, and say, God has uh, been good to me? Uh, Can you say amen? uh, If I had Ten thousand tongues, I praise Him with every one of them because He's been good to me. Has He been good to you? I know He's been good to me. I have a renewed life in Christ. Can you say Amen? When I was in the world,
0: when, when, when,
1: when, when I was in the world, I thought I knew what life was all about. We were breaking it down and dropping it like it was hot. But when I I came to Jesus I came like I was wounded weary and sad but I found I found I, I, I found in him a resting place for he has made me glad anybody here glad today that the Lord came in right on time can you save me save me He came in uh, just in time. Uh Look at your neighbor uh, and say, neighbor. Say, neighbor, God has been good to me. Uh, Yeah. solid now. When I used to be wishy-washy, uh, but I'm standing solid now. Uh, anybody got that testimony that you're standing star solid now? Uh, can you say amen uh, when you don't know what to do? Uh, stand still uh, and see uh, the salvation of the Lord. Uh, stand still uh, and know that He's God. Uh, God all by Himself. Uh, he Way, here's the truth, and here's the life. My life is hidden in Christ. Run now!
0: This new life is what's happening. This this new life is in style. Matter of fact, this new life never goes out of style. Wait a minute, this new life. You could you wore it in the fifties? You wore it in the sixties? You wore it in the 70s. You wore it in the 80s and the 90s. Now Y2K, with 2-2 on it, it's still in style. New life never goes out of style. We'll be wearing it in 2022, and we're going to put it on in 2023, because new life Never goes out of style I got to have this renewed life Everybody standing